Welcome to the Draw.Good Podcast, your weekly dose of fantasy footy content. G'day everyone and welcome back to another edition of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fizz. Although you can call me Rob Thomas, because man, it's a hot one. The Hot Takes Pod, we're bringing it to all the unlikely scenarios that could play out. Cam shaking his head. Fuck you, that was a great album. He's here, Cam. Yeah, good. uh, Santana album. I I guess you could say that it was so smooth, Steve. It was. Yes. Uh, no, yeah, doing well. This is my favourite, probably top two favourite pods of the year, I reckon, this one and the fantasy face-off. So looking forward to um, hearing some absolute spice. And shit, we've got a lot to go through on the Twitter later because it's been it's been spicy. The, the list has really bought into the concept. Uh, we've, I know we've done it a few times before. They really bought in, brought the fire. I, don't, I, I look at mine and I'm like... Yeah. I'm I'm disappointed. They're, they're way spicier. I I was uh, looking at it. It actually made it way harder to come up with something, right? <laughs> because I, I'm sitting there looking through lists and looking through players, and I'm like, oh yeah, what about this guy? And then someone's already said it. You know, it yeah. was people are on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really are. Uh, someone who loves a bit of spice. Stato, you're back. Welcome. I certainly am back, and just for the listeners, um, I'll just take you on a little bit of a journey. You know when you go to an authentic Indian restaurant and you ask when they politely ask of what type of model you'd like and you say, authentic, hot Indian, please, and I'm just going to have a little bit of a dash with this, so could I have a bit of chopped chilies on the side? And then you wake up the next morning and uh, your process gives you that excruciating burn. That's how hot my takes are. That burn. Wow, the Johnny Cash takes are coming in. Yeah, look, we've discussed the ring stingers before and um, we're old. We're old. A little bit of housekeeping. Uh, The listener hot takes, they are super spicy. Just going to tick that one off. The listener league. We are yet to see any dioramas. We are yet to see any dioramas. Maybe, maybe not a good call. Oh, I think it's a uh, bit of genius, Dado. bit of genius. <laughs> right. Might, might not have to go to Melbourne and do the live draft. That's right, listeners. If you're just new to the show, first of all, tune out. We don't want you. But uh, if you do manage to stick <laughs> it out, we are having the live draft in Melbourne. Uh, you got till the end of the month to make a diorama of something relating to the show. We did see a Photoshop come through. We'll discuss that in the listener questions later, but uh, I might have to block Coxie at this point. It's, uh, it was terrible. And uh, we have got our articles starting to come out this week. Our man, Matty Faz, has already started penning them, and uh, he's, got some, he's got some great takes. So certainly start heading over the website. Keep your eye on the socials as we publish those articles uh but of course we are talking the hot takes episode so the idea is like last year say took miller ended up as as top three mid uh you had to lay out the scenario that 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 sort of situation would arise so it's unlikely but we're telling the story behind something very unlikely that could happen super hot takes cam what's your first one yeah my first one and it, it did partially get mentioned on twitter but i want to sort of take it a step further um, so fuck you, Breno. Uh, but Oscar Mack 
is going to break into the top echelon of rucks and outscore Gorn in both formats. So pretty pretty spicy, I think. But uh, it's for probably for one of uh, for people who are keen to punt rucks in twenty twenty two. I actually think Oscar Mack is your guy to take at the back end of your drafts. Twenty twenty one was just his second year playing ruck full time, having been introduced to the role uh, in twenty twenty, and previously he was sort of a chop out role, sitting more forward. Um, and for a second year ruck, he had some absolutely blistering games. Here are some scores that I just want to go through. And then I'll talk about what's so impressive about him. 91 AFL Fantasy, 127 Supercoach. 91 AFL Fantasy, 131 Supercoach. 92 AFL Fantasy, 120 Supercoach. 87 AFL Fantasy, 114. And then 81 AFL Fantasy, 96 Supercoach. Now, the reason why those are so impressive is that they're against what you would call the best Ruckman in the comp. So they're against the Gorn Jackson combo Grundy, Nick Nat, Sean Darcy, and to a lesser extent, the Riley O'Brien. He's building great scores in his second year of rucking against some of the best in the game. Diving a little bit further, and you see that his majority of his score is being built through hitouts, similar to how Jared Witz builds his. In fact, last year he had the third most hitouts in the league. Right, so pretty big stat. Um, so for a ruck to be that good at the ruck craft area of the game after only a couple of years in the role is extremely promising signs. Where he needs to step up his game if he wants to be more consistent from a fantasy scoring perspective is his work around the ground. He averaged just 13 disposals and 2.3 marks a game, right? So pretty low. Fagan yesterday, uh, Coach Fagan yesterday came out, not Fagan from Oliver Twist, uh, came out in a piece released to the media uh, and he highlighted just how good Oscar McInerney has been in the preseason, calling him uh, the surprise packet so far, having increased his endurance and preparation significantly. For me, I see this as tremendous upside potential and it's not going to take too much to change for him to step it up a notch. On the flip side, we have Gorn and Jackson, a man who's uh, Gorn's been incredible for so long, but it's starting to lose market share of the ruck contests to Luke Jackson. Yes, he's fantastic from a contested mark perspective. Yes, he's uh, excellent around the ground, but I still think there could be a regression coming his way, potentially to the effect of about 15 points per game in both formats, uh, bringing him to just below 100 average in the AFL fantasy side, so about 95 and 105 super coach. So it, I guess I'm expecting Oscar still has potential to go up and Gorn comes down and that's how it happens. So the, the take is Big O better than Gorn. Big O better than Gorn. Hmm. Hmm. Soto, what do you think? Yeah, I wouldn't be getting Big O until it's late. That's for sure anyway. But if, if Cam has his take has half truth about it, then it's a damn good bargain in the draft, that's for sure. Spicy. Yeah, the only thing like I would suggest is if that's going to play out, Lions mids have to get a bit worse. Um, if he's beating, if he's going well against mm. the top rucks, why does he play down to the level of competition, Cam? Sorry, can you say that one more time? 
Well, if his bad, if his bad, good scores are against good rocks, why are his bad scores against bad rocks? I don't understand a, that. A, yeah, neither do I. Neither do yeah. I. So from a, uh, you know, needing to lift his floor a little bit and have more consistency in his game and bring that game every week, that's that's where the challenge will be, right? But uh, you know, he certainly takes the challenge when it's there. How old is he, Cam? Twenty-seven. Okay, so I like it. Late matures. I like it. I like it. Good late. You got to love a late rock, and you, you got to love a twenty-seven-year-old breakout. Hey, boys. Hey. Well, I just, I just love that. There's the big O uh, milk bar in Portland, also. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Legitimate. Stato, what do you got for us? Hopefully, it's a bit better than that. That was. I don't know. I didn't feel great what? about that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. It feels mild. It feels mild. mild. What? <laughs> Get your ice cube for this one. But sadly, it's about rucks again. So my first hot, spicy take is no ruck will be in the top 25 averaging AFL fantasy players in 2022. Now, I'm unsure if this has ever happened before, but it certainly hasn't in recent history with people like Cox, like Goldie, like Grundy, like Gorn, have all been in the top end. Despite their down years, we still had two in the top 25 this year with Max Gorn in 16th position with a 108 average and Brodie Grundy in 20th position this year, or should I say in 2021, um, with an average of 106. Even thought it would seem unlikely there is a world. Now, last season, the 25th position or 25th averaging player was Jack Crisp with 102. But the players I expect to jump over 102 that missed out last year are Taylor Adams, Mitch Duncan, Hugh McCluggage, Jake Lloyd, Andrew Gaff, Joy Simkin, Brad Crouch, Lockie Whitfield, Lockie Neal, Josh Dunkley, and Adam Chera, as I'm calling out to be the one that I think is going to lift. That's 11 in total. But then, of course, I'm expecting that downturn that Cam highlighted before with Gorm with the continued development of Luke Jackson, so the dual prong ruck situation. So it would only take Grundy to average the same as 2021 and only be passed by six of those 11 names that I said before for my spicy take to come true. That means Steve's model of punt the ruck hits big time. Okay, okay. It's funny you mention that because a lot of the players you talked about sort of um, like, you know, Taylor Adams, Lockie Whitfield, obviously had injury situations. That's going to happen again. Yeah. So, and we don't know who that is. Obviously, that'll just be random players. So to me, that's the sort of thing that like random events occur. Um, I'm, I'm not convinced. Yeah, but that's, only, that's only a few of them. So McCluggage, Lloyd... Uh, Simpkin, um, those type, Chera are actually they're developing to come up. Well, Cunnington doesn't doesn't play, so he's out. Um, you, you know what I mean? Like, there's guys who are gonna, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, fair enough. Okay. I don't mind it. I don't mind I it. I just don't think it's a ruck world anymore. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I buy into it not being a, a ruck world, but... Uh, you know, that's why it's a spicy take, Cam. Yeah, that's there why is, it is. There is I'm, a world that happens. I'm, I'm actually, like, I'm doing all my research. I'm going the other way on Grundy. I'm, like, pushing him way yeah. up. I reckon he's fucking going the other way, man. Yeah, no, he's he's the one I'm going after. Yeah. In in the real world, he's the ruck I'm going after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like the take, though. I like the take. Jeez, it'd be, yeah, it would be. I mean, remember when it was, like, Will Minson and Goldstein at the top of the tree? Like, <laughs> and they were the best averaging players. It's um, yeah, it's a good one. I don't mind it. You know, and you never know what Craig McRae is going to do, right? Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Is is Darcy Cameron splitting fifty fifty? Yeah. Mm. Very good. Very good. It's a shame. It's a, look. It's a shame that you know. Yeah, maybe Darcy Cameron splits fifty fifty. Maybe Gorn comes back, but. You know, the saving grace is going to be Oscar Mack going 103, oh, wow. right? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, sorry, in saying that, where where was McRae? Where was he assistant coaching? Richmond. And they're more a two-ruck system. Yeah. I think that's by necessity more than anything, though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, my first take is Paddy Lipinski, top 20 mid. Top 20 AFL fantasy midfielder. Top 20. Uh, top 20. It doesn't... So, for mine, he cements a role in the Collingwood midfield as a prime mover. Uh, he's actually coming into his prime years, and I think this is going to be one of the key factors about it, is they've got some aging superstars, and they've got some young guys who show all the potential in the world. They need some hardened bodies like Taylor Adams and Paddy Lipinski to really bridge that gap. Uh, he's come from a team he just couldn't crack into. Like, And, and you look at the, the team, it's Bont, McRae, Libba, Dunkley, Hunter, even Toby McLean. We forget he was actually a bit of a fantasy superstar uh, a few years ago before the injuries hit. And even he got pushed out of that midfield for, for some of these other young players. So we've seen him score pretty well before, especially in 2019 where he was playing a more outside role at the Bulldogs, but he's certainly able to build a score. He's having a ripping preseason, running through the middle. Uh, He looks a million bucks. So I I really just... It just sort of lines up. They went after him. Bulldogs tried to keep him because they obviously value him. And and I think, you know, in in this day and age with Corona Ball, uh, teams obviously need good players behind them, especially if they're going to make a tilt at the the Premiership. But I just see that combination of inside-outside running... Probably something Collingwood maybe lack. Uh, they've got some good inside players. They've got some good outside players. So I'm going Paddy Lipinski. I know other players will say, oh, Braden Maynard will get in there. I just don't see that. I think they've recruited Lipinski for a role, and he is going to burn it up. Steve, would you? could I tempt you to go spicier? No. But by saying top 15? No. No, you can't. Okay. Just mild then. What what's top twenty averaging? It, it's not. It's actually not mild. So in AFL fantasy, uh, top twenty twentieth was Andrew Brayshaw at one hundred and four. Um, so it's a, a pretty pretty step, big step up. Yeah, it's a huge step mm. up. But like you look at someone like a Keys, 
that's that's the sort of jump I'm looking oh, for. Dude, I'm I'm not I, I'm just I'm trying I'm not trying to rate the feasibility. I'm just trying to rate the spice. Shut up, Kim. Right? Shut it's all about <laughs> it's about spice. It's about what, what's that? The what's the meter? Uh, the five alarm chili. That's not how they measure spice. Oh, I'll get Jono back to knows you. all that shit. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'll get back yeah. to you. But in, including um, some dual position players, number twenty five was McCluggage at a hundred. I just went based on yeah, okay. So I was based on this year, sorry, but even still, it's fed it up. What's his best average? Eighty before five, I think it was eighty. But he, he's never had that full time mid. Right, no, he hasn't. Ever, has he, he hasn't, no. But that's not guaranteed he's yeah. going to get it either. Here we go. So I'll give it the... Uh, it's 15,000 to 30,000 Scoville heat units. There you go. That's where that one sits. I don't know what that means. No, Chile de Abol and Manzano. Uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, mm. Yep. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm. Good. Mm. Cam, what's your second take? You and your uh, my second take <laughs> <laughs> is that it's finally Laddam season. Uh, my my second take is really? Laddams is gonna uh, end the year as one of the top eight scoring forwards in AFL fantasy and Super Coach. Um, let's face it, the Sydney Ruck situation. Over the last couple of years has been a bit of a shambles. They they sort of hung in there with, a little bit with Callum Sinclair and decided enough's enough. We need to bring in someone who can really carry this load. And they found only Tom Hickey, who was okay. Like, don't get me wrong. He was completely fine as someone who is tall and okay. But what Sydney really lacked uh, last year was control around the centre of the ground. Ground. They were sorry. This takes so spicy. I just lost it there. They they were one of the worst teams for hitouts in the league, and even worse for hitouts to advantage. And this led them to being beaten by thirteen other teams out of the centre clearance. Um, considering they were so effective everywhere else around the ground, and performed so well everywhere else, far exceeding everyone's expectations. This blemish is likely going to be the first thing they try and correct. Enter Peter Laddams. So a young tap ruckman who enjoys holding illegal parties in pandemics. Laddams set uh, for a permanent role in a side uh, that has a permanent ruck role in a side that, and he really has only a small set of circumstances that need to go his way, i.e. Tom Hickey not playing every single game. He, just to put it in perspective, Tom Hickey hasn't played every single game of a season, ever. So if we go back in his history, and there were times where he was playing second, third, fourth fiddle at West Coast, so you can't say that this is from injury all the time, but uh, 20 games last year, that's his best effort since 2016. Um, otherwise, it was 3, 18, 13, 5, 20, 11, 6, 12, 10, 2. You know, they're not... He he struggles to put games together, whereas Peter Laddams, I think, uh, being as young as he is and and you know has the potential to take over that role, he's also being mentored by mentored by Dean Cox, right? So Dean Cox is the ruck coach down at 
the Swans, pretty good person to be mentoring you as a young up-and-coming ruck. Doesn't he also mentor Tom Hickey? <laughs> yeah, but you can't teach an old dog new tricks, Steve. How many games has Laddams put together in a season? He's only he in got his double. Year. He got double figures once, I guess. Yeah, he's good at getting double figures. <laughs> Look, I, I think it's. I think it's there. I think he can. Uh, there's a lot of upside to him. And again, because his list is a forward, he probably doesn't have to go anywhere above ninety one, ninety two to be in that top eight. We could say this about any fucking forward with ruck status. That's my problem with this take, Cam. What? You don't. We've said this it for ha- years. But it has to be spicy. It has to be spicy. You can't... Like, the player makes the Top spice. Eight. Top eight. Laddams. We've we've done Laddams season for two years. It is a bigger proportional jump for Laddams ah. to get to where he needs to be than it was for Lipinski to get to, you know, top 20. Oh, bullshit. You could put any fucking bean pole in the ruck and he'd, if he was a forward, he'd get top eight. Would Tom Hickey that have feels... been there? Would Tom Hickey have been there if he was a forward last year? No, he wouldn't have. It would have been no. fucking close. Surely. No. Surely no. close. What did he average last year? 82. That's like yeah, just... at least an F2. <laughs> <laughs> it's very tight, actually. <laughs> it's very tight. That's no. what I mean. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, anyway. I don't yep. know, Cam. Spice. Feels like Spice. you phoned that. Feels like you just thought of that five minutes before the show started. What? To be honest, well, you you would say that with your. Do you, what do you have on your wrist? Oh, Zoe made me a bracelet. It's like oh, made sweet. of letters and shit. Yeah, that's right. It is sweet. What letters? Was it spell out? No, nothing. Just random letters. That feels like something you would have put together for yourself. No, it's made of pipe cleaner, so it cuts the shit out of you. I would never have done that. Mm. Stato, what do you think? <laughs> it's a pretty lukewarm take. Oh, it's it's not um, it's not mind shattering by any stretch of the imagination. What, what just on was my other on, take that I was going to use more spicy than this? That was well, just I haven't stupid. answered this that one. That was just a stupid take. Yeah. What? Yeah. Come on. <sighs> Anyway. Cam, uh, five years at Port Adelaide for thirty-two games, but we we know they had an established ruck during that time. We've seen little glimpses that he can score well in fantasy. I don't know if he's proven himself to be a, a solid number one ruck, so he's got to do that as well when he's against Hickey. So there are some challenges, but he just turned uh, twenty-four. Uh, on Friday, so happy birthday to Peter Laddams. Um, hopefully it's Laddams' season. Let's, mm. let's hope it's actually the case. Mm. I hope the listeners absolutely fucking stick it to you over that, Cam. Stato, what's your next one? Look, uh, this one um, is sort of over the past two weeks. It's probably coming from a little bit uh, left field, but my second one is uh, Jed Anderson to be a top Three forward. Now that is fiery. Um, it has been a couple of weeks um, since we just found out about uh, his vaccination status. Uh, he has had 
uh, the one jab, but had a very bad reaction to this. And obviously that's caused a bit of hesitancy. Um, but hopefully for him um, uh, and the Roos, he proceeds to take his spot in the team for round one. Then it becomes all about how many of the senior bods do they want to have in that midfield to keep teaching these kids. Now, my mind, his uh, performance in 2020 um, was outstanding and it shows he has the potential when his body is 100% right um, to be a top-scoring midfielder. And seeing he has forward status, that's where the opportunity, and I think the forward line's pretty thin, to be honest. Um, I don't think we have... Uh, a massive uh, amount of players that we're comfortable going to have that mid-roll. Even Taranto has a little bit of a concern because his scoring when he's playing that sort of half-forward line is not fantastic. We know Cogs is in there as well. I think Taran has a, a great opportunity. But the grunt inside, especially if Ben Cunnington isn't going to be in there, that'll be Jetty Boy and hopefully he can sneak through and be a really big forward scorer this for us this year. Yeah, yeah fair. I mean, it's to fall a, into place. Yeah, there's a pretty yeah. There's an interest. Yeah, it, it doesn't take much to get there for this one. Um, I wouldn't have thought. I'm probably yeah. It's just the Greenwood thing, and there's just so many guys there in that in that midfield for North. There is. So, and he's always it's had just... such bad TOG as well. So, like the player, it could certainly easily happen. Yeah. Does that make it not spicy? I mean, the fact that well, it's I top think three. Added the fact that it's top three is pretty. Yeah, that he's not even in good. Melbourne. Yeah. 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 yeah he's and not. The fact he's not, he's not play. in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's spicy. Okay, Steve, bring us home. What's your what's your final spice? Well, he's, of course, he's from my, yours, and our Gold Coast Suns, Andrew no, Brash. Uh, oh no, right, that's that's right. We traded that pick. We traded that pick, and we got Lockie Weller. We traded Andrew Brashaw for Lockie Weller. Fuck. Um. Anyway, he's going to be a top five forward. He is going to be a top five forward. And that happens because he is playing defense this year and there is a lush, lush roll down in the Suns' back line. Jack Lukosius is out. He's playing forward. He's going to help himself to a bag full of goals every single week, possibly runner up in the Coleman to our man, Ben King. Uh, and Jack Bowes has gone into the midfield. Well, Jack Bowes, let me tell you, folks, he was averaging 101 between rounds one and eight when he was uh, just absolutely on fire, racking up the pill in the back line, taking all the kickouts. Uh, then he got a little injury, and uh, he sort of started to share that role with Will Powell and Jack Lukosius. Well, a couple of them are out. Will Powell, mind you, who's already been concussed again this preseason. My God, you hate to see oh, it. That really? Guy, that guy racks... Well, it was before Christmas, but you hate to see it. He's back training, so we hope all the best for Will Powell. But the thing about Will Powell is he's actually a better d- defensive player than uh, Lockie Weller. So I think that's where Powell gets the more defensive role. Weller maybe gets freed up to, to run off and create. Uh, the kick-ins, like I said, are up for grabs. He's training with defenders. Just um, 
just give it to me. And, and we've seen these guys who maybe muddle just about. Just give it to me, baby. Just just muddle about in roles with like Jack Zebel, uh, Aaron Hall. I've actually got a. Let me tell you, listeners, I've got a little bit of a bad feeling about our Gold Coast Suns this year. I'm, uh, I have some concerns. Ooh. I have some concerns. Ooh, what's going on? Well, I just think the what's midfield's uh, horrendous. Uh, we need some players to take a serious leap uh, if we're going to be competitive. Like, yes, we got all Australian level Took Miller, but beyond that, you're talking about Fiorini, who's never really put it together over a whole season and maybe is not. Well, he's fine. Uh, you got Jack Bowes potentially transitioning into the role. Matt Rowell, who, you know, struggles to put five games together. You've got Noah Anderson, who's never... who Like, and I love Noah Anderson, but I just... You know, he's got to put it together over a whole season. I worry about that. Uh, so you're asking a lot of questions about this Gold Coast Suns. And if you're getting waxed in the middle... You're getting beaten most weeks, uh, so there could be plenty of. You Brandon Ellis. He's on the wing, like, and he's he's yeah. fine. He's fine. Um, he's a role player. He is, and that's look. No one's no one's potting these guys. They're putting their putting their best in, and they're a developing side, and and uh, all that. And and maybe they do take the leap, but uh, I'm just a little bit concerned when there's very little runs on the board. I was. So I was thought like looking at like someone talking about Matt Rial getting back to his consistent best. I'm like, when when was that? <laughs> yeah, what, those in the Nab League, those yeah. three games he put together that were good. Like it's just you know it it hasn't happened yet. So I want to see some evidence. Um, I'm not about these these Facebook lawyers and evidence medical people. I want cold hard facts from the CDC and. And all that sort of stuff. So, uh, Lockie Weller, top five forward. I love <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tumbleweeds, like, cool. Yep, yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty spicy just because, you know, you, you go on one end, you say, I want cold, hard facts, and then you say Lockie Weller is a top five forward. Well, it's, 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 it's just, a, it's the hot take show. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. But, uh, yeah, no, it's fine. I, I actually... Where's, where's Will Brody? Frio, Frio, getting smoked in every yeah, running but... session. Okay. Uh, so all I'm sort of suggesting there is, if someone's going to come out of the woodworks to be a top fiver, is it more Will Brody than it is Lockie Weller? Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. And last year kind of showed us that. Like, yeah. You you can make your score out of defence. Okay. I almost I almost came into this show with a willpower take, and I, I knew that we'd just as soon as I saw that you're doing Lucky Weller, I was like, it's going to be the same narrative I think for willpower as it would be for Weller. Um, the the spicier take, which comes out of nowhere, tweet that I've literally just read. Bows to the mid, Lacocious to the forward line. Charlie Constable to the def- to the halfback role. What the fuck? Where, where did you where did you see that? Literally on Twitter right now. Well, we might Zero. have to just trans transition over from to the Twitter. club, or you just no, you, no, no you, just a, just talking. Is, oh, just someone's take. Okay, just someone's take. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, with that, because we're just staring at each other blankly after our own takes, uh, the listeners are just throwing their phones into the river as we speak. Apparently, that's not. <laughs> Mate, they don't. I don't know. They dominated us. They dominated yeah, they did. They us absolutely smashed us. Smashed us. Um, yeah, not great. So, to the listeners who gave us their hot takes and questions, probably not. Um, oh, there's just been more come through. Has it? No. God damn it! What's happening here? All right, we had. Like 8,000 responses to this. Ninja Spoon. Paddy doubt to be fantasy relevant after the buyers. I, I, don't, I don't get the after the buyers bit. What happens? Uh, I guess Patrick Cripps goes back to the VFL. Ooh, now that's spicy. Finally. Finally, Cam. <laughs> Russ says, Taylor Adams plays a full season. That is... No. He did it, he did it two years ago. No. Breno, Tom Lynch wins the Coleman and averages 90 super coach. <laughs> um, yeah, he could. He could. They'd have to change his role. To a goal kicker? <laughs> no, but he he, he yeah. very much is playing a role that's not about Putting goals on the scoreboard. Yeah. yeah. Breno also, Breno's got like five takes here. This is how we got about 50 responses. Big O to finish top five ruck in Supercoach, 100 plus average. Just burping my way through that one. Well, Cam talked about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Breno, mm-hmm. Cam added to the intro song. No. It's too, too spicy. No, too no, spicy. Way too spicy. Uh, adds, Paddy Dow will average more than the number of minutes Cam spends pumping up Cats players. That's 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 a high average, that is. <laughs> massive, massive. Cam's burner, Rowbottom to average more than 100? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I had to add the inflection. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on it. You're on it? Yeah. Aiden. Not Cam Spurner is the is the Yeah, term. not Cam Spurner. Oh, Cam Spurner. Yeah, well, it's confusing because their name's Cam Spurner, but the handle is at not Cam Spurner. <laughs> Confused. They're doing it well. It's it's hiding in plain sight. What do you mean you're doing it well? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an obvious cover for my burner. Uh, Aiden. Aiden says, Jake Bowie will average... Equal or more than Braden Maynard in fantasy. Oh, I hope that comes true. Have you got him in keeper uh, stater? Yeah, in um, uh, in dynasty. Cool. Hating on Maynard. It could happen. Maynard could lose all those juicy kick-ins if Jeremy House stays fit. And uh, yeah. wasn't he going in the midfield? Uh, someone. It's been floated. I think Selby really Wasn't pushes it that. Him narrative. that floated it though. Yeah, I think he did push no, it last year. No, it was year. him. Yeah, but Selby yeah. was on it a bit this preseason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least I saw him tweet it. They had every opportunity to put him in there last year, didn't they? Yeah. They Rain did. Man, Lockie Ash, top ten defender. Love it. Yeah, be good to see. They um. GWS, he's not a tagger. Ta- yeah, GWS came out and said he's going to be tagging. 
Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. They love a defensive mid, GWS. Sad times for Matt DeBoer. (laughs) (laughs) You hate to see it. Daniel. Uh, Sam Mitchell putting his foot down and playing the kids in the mid. Warple to dominate while Titch takes a backward step and fails to average 110. Ooh, that is spicy. Yeah, Warple dominating. Who could see that coming? Patch. Finn McRae averages 85 plus. Raul averages more than Anderson, Mm. which I think is just... I expect that. I don't. I'm the other way. Really? I'm, okay. I'm the other way as well, actually. I, I, th- I think Anderson's got both the in and out game. And I think that's one of the keys to their massive scoring. Yeah. Finn McRae, 85 plus. That's pretty spicy for a second year player. Mm. It's happening, but I just don't reckon it's going to happen next year. I think it's third year. Yeah, I'm writing up Finn McRae at the minute, and um, yeah, I, I think I said a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Wait for those old boys to push right off. Matty. Oh, all right, Matty Faz. Dangerfield to bounce back with a 100-plus AFL fantasy average. Yeah, out of his seven games, yeah. Oof. Quite possible. Oof. He's already getting ready to take leave, saying just let's just bring in players off the street. He doesn't even want to play. <laughs> uh, Tom, is a chicken an animal or a bird? It's both. That's a strange question, Tom. Breno asks, 10 people will make a diorama. No, that's his take. Ten, and, and there's no scenario. That's never happening. <laughs> and he adjusts it and says five. I don't think we're having a six-man league, buddy. I think no one will do it. So, Dwayne, is there a minimum? What's the minimum that you'll accept? Uh, oh, I don't want to go to Melbourne, man. Anyway, Frio says, Darcy Tucker, top five defender. Well, I think you need we need seven yeah. dioramas. Give me an eight-man league, or an eight-person league, I should say. Mm. Any ladies want to make a diorama, that's fine. Frio, Darcy Tucker, top five defender. Dunstan to the new Cam Ellis Yeoman. Siebel goes full jag. Gorn finishes season as a punt rock player. Wow. wow. Nick Dacos to finish as a top 15 defender. He doesn't even have defender status. Steve to start liking cricket. <laughs> God damn, Frio. Oof. It's a big call. Fucking I love the Darcy Tucker one. Yeah? I reckon left field, yeah. yeah. Wow. See, we'll fool you. Punt, punt, rock player. Wow. Max Gorn. R.I.P. Taylor says, hot take, Nash to average 95 to 100. Cam, that's your boy. Yes. That's not even a hot take. That's just going to happen. Woo. Love it. Gorn. Fritchen, with all the pod host movements around, my hot take is Cam to be signed up by 10 to host the panel, you lefty weirdo. Star, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not it. That is not it. Yeah, if anything, and Cam's that... going over to Sky News. 
Oh, what? Come on. <laughs> you and your pro COVID stance. Fucking pro COVID stance. Pro COVID, anti vax. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Why, why can't I move somewhere? That'd be, that'd be fun. Uh, Mini Monk says Hayden Young to become a D1 level defender. Oof. Oof. That's it. He's got to get on the park himself. Yeah. Still injured at the moment. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Pack and send Sam Mitchell to White Ant, some of his senior players. I love that term, White Ant. Fuck, it's great. Uh, Mitchell, Jago Mira getting CBAs into the kids. Taco-flavoured kisses, spicy. Oh, taco-flavoured kisses. <laughs> uh, yeah, people seem to be on board with the Sam Mitchell hate and the old boys. DC says Darcy Tucker averages 90. Jai Simpkin averages 112, is in a top eight mid. Josh Dunkley is the only current forward to average over 100. Ooh, that's... Wow. Tim Tirano. Mm. Oof. We hardly knew you. Mm. A there Dar- is a world. A lot of Darcy Tucker love Stato. Yeah. Daniel says people will waste a top three, five pick on him in drafts and even start with him in classic just for him to fall below 110 average. Took Miller, that is. Oh, that's spicy. To be honest, like, oh, he, fought, he goes 109 and you've taken him in your first pick. You're still pretty happy, right? That's fine. I don't know that I'd be happy. No, but you're f- it's fine. 110 mid. It's fine. Uh, whoops, I lost my place there. We are Grundy back in ruck pig mode and we'll be into the top five overall scorers. I can see it. He looks mean. He looks mean. Warney follows up with my hot take. Grundy, the only ruck averaging 100. And Oscar. And Oscar. <laughs> there, there is a world for, for Warney's take. I'm with it. Grundy averaged like 111 yeah. up until he got injured. And then he only averaged 100 after that. So let's not worry about that part. Tom says Draper to be a top five ruck. <laughs> Draper, top five ruck. That's spicy. That's very spicy. That is spicy. Yeah. I don't see it. Uh, Zach, Aaron Hall averages below 75. My God. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck, I'd love That's that to massive. happen. I'd love it to happen. God damn. And that's not even his hot take. He says my hot take is that yeah. Fiorini becomes the top averaging player. Oh, Zach, whatever you're on, I want. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> oh, it could happen though. Fiorini. Frio also says the draft yeah, doctors right. dedicate an episode to sitting versus standing. Now, do we just, we we ran out of time because Stato wanted to get out of here. Sitting versus standing to wipe. I'm very surprised that people stand to wipe. Is I what think I'm we hearing. covered that, didn't we? Say that. Yeah, we all agreed it was. Much, so something was going around the, the the socials this week, where a guy like it was on Reddit. A guy has <laughs> guys pooed wrong his entire life. He uses he folds <laughs> he, he, he folds. And he's really surprised by it. Surely it's a bit, but he folds toilet paper on his hand 
and then he fucking catches it. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you That's a clip after the That's show. That's gotta be a bit. That's I, don't, a I don't know. Bit. He seems pretty pretty earnest about it, to be honest. Yeah. What was the show where they had it where everyone was sitting on the toilet the wrong way and you were supposed to turn around the other way and use the like cistern as a shelf so you can read and shit? Is that South Park? <laughs> I don't know, but that's that's not how you do it. I can't Mi- remember it. Miller Time says butters will be crap. Oof. Hey. Hey. Like this year. No. <laughs> <clears throat> Move on. Eighty averaging coming. Josh Josh says Zach Bailey to average a hundred and five and be a top three forward. I'd love to see it. That'd be some good footy to watch if he's average. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> would be yeah. Wouldn't it? Brownlow incoming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Robert, Jai Newcomb will be Hawthorne's highest averaging player in Supercoach. Serious Jack Steele vibes about him. Oh, wow. Sort of goes along with the uh, everyone saying Sam Mitchell's going to play the kids. Mm. A lot of takes like that, isn't there? Yeah, where's where's Tom Mitchell playing? Just back pocket. Is he getting horsed? He's getting horsed. Remember those days. Uh, Libertine says Gresham top six forward. Mm. People are reading into those two games he played before he got injured last year and forgetting the fact that he played like 20 the year before, 17 the year before in the same role and scored shit. Yeah. Who? Gresham. Gresham. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Alex says, Tom Powell does a Taranto McRae Oliver second year 20-point jump. Give me all of that. Mmm. Mmm. Take that, Jet Anderson. Jet Site says, Riley O'Brien will average more than Max Gorn this season and finish as the second highest scoring ruck behind Grundy. Imagine if... Actually, if you go... Yeah, maybe he is but the imagine it, ooh, imagine if that's true though, and actually Riley O'Brien averages eighty five and he's still the second <laughs> highest averaging Ruckman. Now that is spicy, right? Man, everyone's writing off rocks. Yep. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Um Heaney. Zane says Heaney will be a top six forward in total points in Supercoach. That it's spicy because he's put total points. <laughs> like he doesn't play enough games. There's ne- never gonna. That's spice. That's very spice. Mm. It's interesting. Uh, Jaden says Callum Mills will outscore McRae and Mitchell for the year. Daniel agrees. Cam, you agree. You yeah, ranked him. A, there is a world. There. I'm on it. Yep. Uh, Branko says I know this is going to end up in the group chat, but fuck it. Rosie, top three forward. Stato, come on, give us the lowdown on Port. You're the you're a big Port fan. <laughs> Port fan. Um, <laughs> they've got the talent. Those two. Uh, it's just role and health um, because they're they're both. Had some injury worries, so um, I think it's a watch and see with both those uh, two exciting young boys. That's a uh, proper oh. fence sit there. Yeah. Odin. Yeah, it is. It is. 
Odin says Merritt's average less than 90 with no major injury. No. No, no injury. No. That's pretty hot. No, I'm not taking that. Love I'm it. driving past that Indian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> hot as, fuck, that's hot. Uh, Brisbane, Neil will bounce back into top six mid-form. Yeah. His name's Brisbane Bears. That's just a homer call. You ranked him pretty high, Stato. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I think he'll bounce back. I I think he's more of a 105 to 110 guy, not like he's Brownlow year where he went, you know, absolute burko there for a while. Yeah. Ewan, tallest man in the AFL, Ned Reeves, to go 90-plus average. That, that means number one ruck roll, right? And... Who is the number one ruck roll, Cam? At Hawks. It's up in the yeah. air. So they recruited Max Lynch. Uh, they yeah. have Ned Reeves and then you've still got Big Boy there as well. Mm-hmm. Ned Reeves did look good. He's 72 to 75 was his sort of scoreline. So, you know, 15 points in another year's development. It's got potential. Nick. Connor Blakely to play 22 and average 90-plus again. God, that no. made me ill. I'm not even riding Connor Blakely up in the kit this year. Ooh. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. Well, but- where are you going to put him? He, he can't get a role in defence, and he can't get a role in their midfield. Do you want to, just for the listeners and for maybe people who didn't read the kit last year, give people an insight into the type of write-up that they can expect of players by citing what you wrote for Connor Blakely last year, Steve. Didn't, didn't I just basically give him the Ferris Bueller? It's over, done, go home. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was uh, you're not terribly important to me. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's right, because I did the, yeah, I did the American Psycho, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. What theme are we going with this year? Someone was doing wrestling, weren't they? Yeah, Jono, Jono for every single player that he's profiling... <laughs> Has a, a, a wrestling uh, bit in it. Oh no! It's it's top tier. Some of the stuff in there is very very good. Yeah. So if you don't like wrestling, you both into wrestling? Not anymore. Are you both back in the day, like as a young young kid. I yeah. never never showed any interest. Never understood. This is fun. I lived in a share house. And everyone men was, roll everyone over was, each other. Yeah, that's right. We like well, like AFL. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're all acting. Everyone's acting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You've got to follow the scripts. The, terms. the the refs are crooked. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bundy and Coke. <laughs> yeah, so if you hate wrestling, you'll love our draft kit. Uh Bundy and Coke says Clugs will move inside and average hundred and ten. Stato, your boy, Clugs. Yep. Yep, that's a fair call. I don't know if we get the 110. That's pretty spicy, but I like the call. BJ, Sydney Stack either goes AWOL or 90 plus. <laughs> it's a good range of outcomes. It's, a, I think, called yeah. ke- Kebab or Kaching uh, with Sydney Stack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the best joke you've ever made, Cam. I know. Alistair says, Tar and Thomas will be the highest scoring forward. 
I'm going. I'm the other way on Taran. Actually, I, really, he's my burner. Yep. Disappointing. Oh. Disappointing. Joel Lockie Weller to be the 2022 Aaron Hall. Whew. Is that Whew. where you uh, where you got your tape from, Steve? Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't so you're stealing stealing off his listeners. Unbelievable. Well, I steal all the bits we do off other shows, so I may as well steal the opinions. <laughs> um, Carla says Brad Hill to be the 22 Aaron Hall. Mm. Brad Hill no. getting a bit of time behind the ball. Bundy, take two. Yeah. KFC will fuck off original tenders and bring back crispy strips. Yes. Cam, what do you think? Oh, bring it back. Or actually, there was someone who followed up a post there with an alternative, and it was Wicked Wings coating on the tenders, and I'm there. I'm here for, here for some of that. That's That'd good. be good if we could get chicken in this country. Simon says, Will Power to average 90-plus and Cornelio to be a top three forward. Mm. Well, Will Powell. Will Powell average 90 is um, pretty, pretty spicy. I reckon he can do it as well. That was legit going to be my take until I saw that he'd written exactly that. Mm. Oh, mm. oh, okay. He pivoted. Yeah. That's right, Steve. I would never. Panda to the listeners. <laughs> Panda. <laughs> Shane says, Tim English equals a top. Three forward in Supercoach goes 105 plus. Oh, wow. There's a, like, there's a world. Pretty, yeah, easy world. Steph yeah. Martin, pretty old. Yeah. Doesn't he need a different coach? The, the concern is that they played Dunkley in the ruck over Tim English last year. So, you know, there's a, a little bit to overcome there. <laughs> Bad signs. Josh Bad signs. Mm. Did they bring someone in this year? No. no. I think they no. tried no. to get someone from North, right? Ah, maybe Cherry. No, Cherry was on. No, the no, no, St Kilda did. Yeah. St Kilda got Campbell. Yeah. That's anyway, right. that's all the takes we had. My God, there was some absolute filth in there. <laughs> Stato's hungry. He's uh, dreaming of the curry salad so uh he's out of here uh thank you all for listening we'll be back next week we're going to talk about guys at the back end of the draft some famous faces and some absolute gems in the late round value section thank you very much listeners we'll see you next week thanks for listening to the draft doctors podcast for more tips and in-depth analysis head over to the draft 